Turkish lawmakers have approved Sweden's bid to join NATO, overcoming a significant obstacle in the country's pursuit to become part of the alliance. The Turkish parliament ratified Sweden's membership with 287 votes in favor, 55 against, and four abstentions. The ratification will be finalized following its publication in the official gazette, which is expected to be prompt. Following this, Hungary remains the sole NATO member yet to ratify Sweden's membership. Chris Anderson reporting. Egyptian authorities have voiced strong objections to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's proposal to establish Israeli control over a narrow buffer zone on the Gaza side of the border with Egypt, stretching for approximately 100 yards. Netanyahu asserts that this area, known as the Philadelphia Corridor, is a conduit for smuggling weapons and other materials to Gaza's Hamas leadership, a claim Egypt firmly rejects. Netanyahu emphasized the strategic necessity of this corridor, stating, The Philadelphia Corridor, or more accurately, the southern closure point of the Gaza Strip, must be under our control and completely sealed. Benjamin Wright reporting. A series of Russian missile strikes across eastern and central Ukraine, including the capital city of Kyiv, resulted in at least six fatalities and over 60 injuries. In the northeastern city of Kharkiv, five individuals lost their lives and 51 were injured when residential buildings were struck, as reported by the region's governor, Oleh Sinihubov, on social media, Joseph Eckerson reporting. The nation is currently experiencing widespread cases of flu and COVID-19, posing a particular risk to individuals prone to heart disease. Medical experts from Mount Sinai Fuster Heart Hospital warn that these respiratory infections can induce heart complications, resulting from fever, dehydration, and inflammation, affecting people across different age groups. Jamie Davalos reporting. This is the latest news headlines. In New York, a man was convicted for the fatal shooting of a 20-year-old woman, Kaylin Gillis, who was a passenger in a car that mistakenly entered his driveway in Hebron, New York on April 15th. 2023. Kevin Monahan, 65, fired from his deck at Gillis and her friends, who were searching for another house, hitting Gillis in the neck and leading to her death, as reported by WTN-TV. Liam White reporting. In Florida, an elderly man tragically ended his life and that of his wife at an assisted living facility, according to police. The incident occurred at the Addington Place at College Harbor, where staff discovered the couple deceased in the woman's room at around 10 a.m. The 81-year-old man was visiting his 76-year-old wife when the shooting took place. As per the St. Petersburg Police Department, Lawrence Keller reporting. The Los Angeles Times announced plans for substantial layoffs, affecting at least 115 employees, marking one of the most significant reductions in its 143-year history. The decision follows a walkout by the LA Times Guild last Friday in protest of the impending job cuts, marking the first-ever newsroom union strike in the publication's history. Matt Pierce, president of the Media Guild of the West, referred to the layoff announcement as a dark day. Paul Gomez reporting. Head of the upcoming tax season, the IRS is introducing a new initiative aimed at redesigning and simplifying standard tax documents. This revamp will affect approximately 170 million communications sent annually to individual taxpayers. These documents serve various purposes, such as informing taxpayers of due amounts, notifying errors on tax returns, or alerting them about potential identity theft incidents. Jim Kender reporting. And that's the latest news headlines with Alan Edwards.